0: how how are we doing? How are you doing? Happy Sunday. I hope you are having a wonderful start to your Sunday or every day you're watching this because it's about to be a big episode. Welcome back to Life's Your Bitch, the podcast where we are changing the narrative. Yeah, buckle up. Buckle the fuck up (laughs) because today, as you've seen by the title, we are talking about the topic are we third wheeling social media? I don't know if the title was currently posed as a question or a statement. We are third wheeling social media. I think that's what the title is. Big claim, big claim and I'm not gonna lie. I'm a bit freaking creeped out. I have been sat planning this episode all morning. I mean, my plan was to always go to the gym, but I had to t- get, take myself away from the laptop, go to the gym and just like <laughs> process and just think and get out of my brain a minute almost and then come back and film this episode. So it's been a few hours now since I kind of finished the planning and I'm excited. I'm excited to sit down and talk to you on today's episode more than any. I am so keen to know your thoughts. I'm so keen to know what you're going to think about all of this. So definitely give me a message over on the at LifeShoreBitch Instagram I want to know all your thoughts and opinions and honestly I don't think I've heard many people speak about this topic obviously this is not the most profound topic in the world right but I don't think I've ever ever heard someone of kind of like our age and I say our age because I think most people listening to this are, are of similar age of me in fact I know you are Spotify analytics yeah I've not heard anyone talk about social media in this way and have this like kind of conversation about it anyway we're just gonna get started but before we do we can't do anything without showing our gratitudes so what am i grateful for this week i am actually very grateful for my therapy session you're gonna hear about this in a minute that is what completely inspired this episode and i don't think i realized like i kind of said i've not really had anyone speak about it in this way how much of like a low-key Kind of big, fat, freaking high-key issue (laughs) this is. And in this episode, I'm probably going to say a lot like, oh, you know, it might not be that deep because when I was planning, it, I was like, well, maybe I'm overanalyzing here. But I've come to the conclusion, I'm absolutely not um, overanalyzing. And I kind of kept saying like, oh, like, um, I'm deep in it. Like, it might not, maybe I'm overreacting. But I don't think I am overreacting. And I don't think I am being a loser by deeping this. And I actually think it's a bit honestly a bit weird it's like the best word i can think of it like just a bit weird and a bit strange by no no fault of our own but like i'm just a bit creeped out by it and it's something that i'm definitely gonna think about is probably gonna be at the forefront of my mind hopefully now for ages hopefully forever I'm also very grateful for I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm British. What do you expect? The sun. The sun is shining. I'm so grateful. The sun has put me in the best mood the last few days. The best mood. And then I actually wrote my body. I'm very grateful for my body because she's about I'm I'm about to push it far for my half marathon training. And she noticed I pushed her far last week and she kept up and she's feeling good and my shins are okay again. But also, I am so fucking grateful. I just went into my gym and I was like, Look, I lost the key here a few days ago. I've had no luck. By any chance, do you have it? And he was like, Oh, I think we might. And he came out and he was like, Is it any of these by any chance? No, literally, he was probably thinking, Why are you so shocked if you knew you'd lost the key? Surely you thought we were going to find it. I literally went, Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> um, Definitely overreacted to the key, but it made me very, very happy. So, the journal prompt for last week, if you're new here and you're you're a few episodes behind, I've started giving you journal prompts that relate to next week's episode. Because I used to find that I'd give you a journal prompt at the end of the episode, and I'd be like, oh, come back next week to find out what my response to the journal prompt was. But I'd kind of already told you in that episode... Whereas this way, you'll get excited because you know what next week's is and I can kind of tell you my journal prompt response and then we can kind of like, it's a nice segue into the episode. You get me? Anyway, the journal prompt or I guess kind of like question. What is your biggest flaw when it comes to your social media use? Off the bat, I would have simply said time spent on social media But I think I've realised, which sparked this whole entire episode, mine is communicating with people via social media. And I'm talking social media, Instagram, I'm kind of just talking Instagram and YouTube, and maybe TikTok, Um, completely forgot TikTok existed then. I was like, well, not Facebook, no, not Twitter. I was like, what's that other one that we use, TikTok? As in not communicating via social media, like on Snapchat messages, on text, on Messenger, Facebook Messenger, if anyone still uses that. I'm talking about indirect communication via my stories, for example, is my biggest social media flaw. One hundred percent. Now, don't get me wrong. Communication via social media, like I just said. a wonderful thing you know snapchat messages instagram dms every single friend i've met in manchester who's a new friend i have met via social media but i'm talking about indirect communication which i'll get on to a bit later but don't worry this episode is not going to be well it is going to be a rant about social media but in a completely different way to i think anything you would have heard recently there's so many bloody layers to social media, okay, we all know this, there is so many different types of pros, so many different types of cons, we get to connect with new people, we get to learn new information, we get to pure in- pure free entertainment because of things like YouTube, you know, Netflix we pay for, we just get to watch people on YouTube for free, we get to listen to podcasts for free, TikTok for free, there's just entertainment on of it, the pure convenience of it, to chat to friends, to family, to keep your family updated with what it is you're doing the cons people have a really hard time with it some people are definitely like bullied in school and keyboard warriors and i've had my fair share of that when i was younger we compare ourselves as a highlight reel the sheer amount of time we spend on it i think is a con the list goes on there is many different kinds of pros and cons to social media we all know that i'm sure you've listened to many a podcast on that seen many a TikTok on that but today that's not what we're talking about. I want to talk about our communication and our connection to other people because of social media. So the title, we are third wheeling social media. What are you talking about Megan? What does that, what does that mean? Let me, let me tell you, let me tell you what I'm, what I'm chatting about. Third wheeling, I'm sure you're all uh, aware of the concept, meaning that You are kind of the one on the outside. You know, you third wheel a couple. The couple are closer to each other than they are to you. So you're just kind of there. You're just kind of on the side. I'm gonna take a bit of a jump here, but social media and our phones should almost be our third wheel, right? You're with your boyfriend, you're with your best friend. Your phone should be your third wheel. It's kind of just there. You're not really paying much attention to it. You know, it wants to know what's going on. But unfortunately, somewhere along the line i think our friend our boyfriend our person we're with became the third wheel to us and social media you know they want to know what's going on on our phones we're communicating like i kind of said at the beginning indirectly with them through social media there's two different ways i think this is kind of goes on So indirect communication via social media means they're third wheeling because almost like your phone and your social media found out first before they did. And they're the third wheel when you're with someone and you spend more time on your phone than you do talking to them when you're with them. Do you know what I mean? So that's obviously how they're the third wheel. Like I'm sitting here chatting away on my phone to all these other people, watching TikTok, shopping, doing whatever, and my boyfriend's just kind of sat there. He is the third wheel now to me and my phone. So that's kind of what I'm chatting about when I say, are we third wheel in social media? You're probably thinking, all right, Megan, where are you going with this? And I agreed because that was kind of my concept, right? I was like, yeah, there's something in that. I'm not really sure what it is. Let me tell you. <laughs> Do I have a lot to tell you? I have watched TED Talks. I've had really in- interesting conversations with one of my friends, with another friend. My friend sent me a really interesting TikTok. I've got loads of opinions from you guys, and we're going to dive into it all. And I think you're going to leave this episode not really, and it's going to be very different to what you kind of thought when you at this moment in time you're gonna think back to right now and think yeah she was right I didn't think we were gonna go down this route <laughs> that's why I said buckle up because yeah I've got a lot of opinions now and I'm rather creeped out so this entire episode was inspired by an interesting conversation I had in therapy I'll be totally honest we were talking about with my progress of like with vulnerability of being vulnerable with people and how I struggled to text my friends and just be like hey like I'm having a bit of a bad day today but I do not hesitate to if you watch my youtube videos or follow me on instagram you will know because you guys always thank me for being so real um I have no problem crying on a vlog crying on my story telling my story I've had a bad day telling my vlog I've had a bad day telling you guys on the podcast I had a shit week no problem so the vulnerability isn't in people knowing that I'm sad I don't have an issue with that so what kind of is it i was like why am i okay with putting that on my social media but not telling my friend and then we were talking about how it kind of feels to be that friend then maybe i was like i wonder how they feel when they see it and then they ask me what's wrong and i'm like oh nothing don't worry and they're like oh but you were putting it online for everybody else to see now obviously social media is my job And I want to share with you guys how I'm feeling and what I'm doing to make myself feel better. But of course, all my friends are good friends and they're good people. So of course, they're going to text me seeing if I was okay and what's up and whatnot. And like I said, then I kind of felt bad how it must feel to find out about things through social media. Because I know that's happened to me a few times. And I know damn well that's happened to you guys a few times as well. A friend might post on their private story or on their private account or even just on their normal account that maybe they've got a new haircut or a new job or they did well in their uni assignment or just like honestly anything mundane and you just think ah, i wish not i wish you would have told me because i don't know they don't owe it to you but you know it's like oh god you posted on your snapchat that you got like a that you found out you got a first before you like ran into the group chat and told me like oh I wish you would have come to me I hope you know you can like come to me and I'll share good news with you or I'll ask you like in my instance I, I wish that you would have come to me and just told me you were sad rather than maybe seeing it on your story or in your private story or whatever because like I hope you're okay do you know what I mean if I see my friends sad and they on social media i'm like oh i wish you would have told me and i could have helped you like what's up um so i know how it feels and this is where the idea of this kind of came from we are third wheel in social media our phones are finding things out before our friends are my phone and my story is finding out that i'm upset before i'm telling my friends and that's weird and like i thought there's something in that And by the way, I'm not adding anyone I talk about here. I'm not adding you guys. I'm not even adding myself. I'm not adding individual friends. I'm not talking about friends in particular that I have. I'm just talking about us as a society because it's on no fault of our own. It's literally a fault of society. We have started to decide to do this together almost. My friend Alex texts me, after she kind of seen my stories and stuff so I kind of added this in after I finished planning and she was like have you ever heard of the online I think it's disinhibition effect as a dyslexic girly all of them ins are making me feel funny online disinhibition I think effect the lack of restraint one feels when communicating online in comparison to communicating in person people feel safer saying things online that they would not say it in real life because they have the ability to remain completely anonymous and invisible behind a computer screen. Obviously, right, that sounds like a keyboard warrior and that sounds like a really negative thing that people can say what they want and completely detach from it in a negative way. If you flip that on its head a sec, it is so true. Like me going onto my story saying I'm sad is way less scary than saying it to my friend because if i say it online i can kind of lock my phone and disconnect from it and no one in real life my friends and my family well in in this instance my friends and my family obviously do know because they've seen it but it's very easy to kind of disconnect from it and pretend i didn't say it because i don't have to have that instant reaction from someone right but this also goes for because me and Alex were talking about this quite a lot afterwards and she was like it totally goes for if someone then came and confided in me and said oh I heard you talk about this in your podcast a few weeks ago I had a really rubbish week too I really related to this that you said they told me something quite personal they're able to completely disconnect from that and they are able to open up to me let some stuff off their chest but it's almost anonymous and they can completely disconnect from it because now they're friends and their family and no one knows, close to them knows. So no one is going to question them on it. And it's just me that they've told, which is obviously why we feel kind of safer connecting to people online because it doesn't feel real and we don't have to take that reaction and that like almost reality into real life that we've said that and that is how we feel. So I think this is a really interesting concept and is actually like probably like the backbone of most of this that it just feels safer to do it online because then we can just disconnect to it completely so communicating through social media is it a bad thing obviously there are ways in which this is a good thing it's almost like a bit of a loophole i don't have to be vulnerable and ask my friends for help because hopefully hopefully they will see my story and ask. But then I was kind of like, okay, well, what if they don't? Am I sure that I posted that on my story without the intention and the hope that somebody would pop up, if you will? Because then what if they didn't? Would that make me feel even worse? Something I hadn't actually kind of thought about until I started planning this. And I think it's obviously good to say the reason I think I anyway I'm going to completely out myself here the reason I do that the reason I might put on my story oh I'm having a bad day or the reason I might put on my private I don't use a private anymore but back in the day definitely the reason I might put on my private me crying is so that someone messages me and says are you okay and you get the help almost without being a burden this in itself I think is fucked and shows the way that like we're not very good at having that deeper connection and like communicating with people. It's almost like if I put it on my story, you have voluntarily watched it and you voluntarily replied and you have let me know that you are in a place emotionally where you can take on board what I might have to say, the problems I might have, the advice I might need. Whereas if I come to you and I say, hey, I'm upset, can we talk? then it was like my choice putting that on you. Do you see where I'm trying to go with this? Whereas if we put it on our stories, again, it's like that kind of like disconnect from it, like we're putting it out there and anybody who wants to care can care and you kind of find this loophole without being a burden, which is a good thing in essence, I guess, because then at least you're talking to someone But the fact that, and I know so many of you feel like it, the fact that we think opening up to our friends, saying, hey, do you have a minute to talk, is a burden. It's crazy. Like, I wonder if our parents thought that. And then this also got me thinking on a much like smaller, I guess almost like funny scale, me then thinking like, okay, well, what if my friends didn't say are you okay? How would I feel? I was like, oh my God. Do you know what the most like simple form is that anyone can relate to? Because even if you haven't done it, I know for a fact, well, I know for a fact almost at one point in your life, you have definitely done this. And if you say you haven't, you're a liar. (laughs) But if not, you definitely know, maybe you're full of self-validation and you always have been. If not, you know someone that has. When us girlies and maybe even guys post something on my I still have friends that do this post something on our stories and we're like oh my god I wonder if they've seen the guy the, the guy the girl the person we fancy I hope they see it and I hope they then pop up to me do you know what I mean again it's that like funny indirect communication where you don't want to be the first person to say it so you put it on your story hoping they will oh my god did anyone have snapchat back in the day you'd be like um pop-up sent to all and you send it to one person oh my god or even back oh my god this goes back forever ago bbm broadcasts bbm broadcasts would be a blue normal bbm would be black and you would send a broadcast but you would send it to like the one person you wanted to talk to and be like pop-up <laughs> but really just sent it to that one person again this like funny indirect way of using social media to kind of like communicate with people That guy or that girl, the person you're doing it to, is literally third-wheeling you in social media. Okay, back to the pros. Like I said, it's a good thing if you don't know how to communicate otherwise, because it kind of gives you the chance to. But this is where I think it's funny, because at some point, that has to start to change, right? So you do it once or twice until that guy messages you, for example, replies to your broadcast. And then you kind of should have the confidence that you can can talk to them, okay? You post your story like one or two times that you're upset and then your friend messages you and then you should have that trust that you can message them. It shouldn't stay like that forever, which is kind of what I think it's done. Studies have shown that people that, who spend a lot of time on social media are at least two times more likely to feel socially is- isolated, meaning it's them and their phones first And we are third wheeling them. Not on purpose, like I said, no fault of their own. It's us as a society. But it's just ironic that we spend time on our phones trying to fill the void. Even if that void is like as simple as boredom. You're just on your phone to fill the void that is boredom. Which creates a whole new, even worse void that is social isolation. Another site said, some people are complete. And I put this on my, this is the quote I put on my story. Some people are completely incapable of carrying a normal conversation or interacting with people in person because of their dependency on social media. Here is some of your opinions on that statement. It's easier to catch up over text, but when we meet in person, it's like we have nothing to talk about. It is a bit weird, not going to lie. So this is something that me and my therapist spoke about. This was kind of like our next progression in that kind of conversation. And I was like, do you know what's weird? It's almost like you shouldn't follow your friends and the people you know on social media so that when you do catch up and you do see each other, you've actually got something to talk about. For example, sorry, mum, gonna dob you in it here. But actually I'm dobbing myself in it, but you're just my example. Um, I was like, it's really funny. I'll call my mum and she'll be like, oh, how's your week been? Or how's your holiday been? Or something. And I'll be like, well, you've already watched the vlog, she was like, show me your bedroom, and I was like, but you've probably watched my bedroom transformation, you know exactly what it looks like, whereas yeah, I should call you like, oh my god, look, my bedroom's finished, but again, it's that thing of like, I'm almost indirectly communicating with everybody that I know through social media, so my mum will call me, and I'm like, I've almost got nothing to tell you, because you've watched the vlog, you've been watching my stories, for example, so you know what I've been doing this week it completely stops you from catching up with people in person or even holding a conversation with them about what's happened because they already know and this idea is what made me think of the episode it's like everybody that knows us is third wheeling us and our phones because again like i've said social media found out first we don't always go directly to them again here's another thought how much more do you think you would have to talk about with your friends if you didn't follow your friends on social media? Let me know if that is really really weird or if that was a light bulb moment to you because to me I was like oh my god I want to unfollow all my friends all of a sudden. I want to meet my friend once a week and be like oh my god like what have you been up to and obviously it's great because in it's great for some friends like my friend Chi and Amy who are still at home my friend Gabby and Imogen who I'm great friends with but they're not in my immediate circle. I'm not gonna see them every week because I don't live near them. So obviously I wanna know what they're up to. But even still, I'm like, imagine if I unfollowed all of my best friends, right? And then once a week we made the effort to FaceTime and be like, oh my God, so how have you been doing? And they get to actually tell you what they've been doing. Not you go like, oh my God, I seen you went to, for example, Lorcanna concert, it looked absolutely sick. Oh yeah, yeah, it was. That's the conversation. Oh, he played this song. He said, oh yeah, my God, yeah, I've seen that on your story. How many times have you said that? Oh my God, yeah, I've seen that on your story. Oh yeah, I think I've seen you post that. Oh, i seen another girl who, that you, who you were with post that. It's almost like you just completely put any conversation at a halt because we've already seen it. So just a thought, what do you think your relationships with your friends and your family would look like if none of you followed each other on social media and we just use social media to follow people that... Not influencers in general because I follow people on TikTok who aren't necessarily influencers. I just find them cool. I like knowing what they're up to. They're nice. But if we do just leave like social media for entertainment to watch people who we don't actually know and just be nosy rather than almost keeping a tag on our our friends' lives. Someone said it could be a mix of social media and lockdown but I'm definitely more socially awkward now. I can't even hold a conversation. A few people said this. Oh, that I think it's because of COVID. And of course I do agree. And of course the whole reason though that we were locked in our house for two years probably does have <laughs> um, an effect on us socially. Obviously it does. But I do also think social media in that time was amazing, right? That was the only way we could keep our friends updated in that time. Following your friends and having, I feel like I need two different words for social media here. Social media, I'm talking Instagram stories, Instagram, TikTok youtube if any of your friends make youtube videos and then we've got like messaging social media i don't think messaging social media is the problem here like mess messaging forms of social media in lockdown saved us remember that app house party facetime everything zoom i don't know why zoom became such a huge thing when we literally have facetime but it did just being able to text your friends snapchat your friends whatever massive in lockdown we couldn't have got through it without it but it's almost like we then forgot how to do that in person we communicated so much with our friends and our family via social media in lockdown whether that was indirectly through stories and posts or directly on snapchat and facetime and we kind of didn't leave that in lockdown like now we're allowed to leave the house and we're still indirectly and directly kind of like solely Communicating through social media. So obviously, I do think COVID had a huge impact, but I also think there's elements of COVID within our communication that we didn't leave behind. That element of just like over communicating on social media, if you will. It's so funny to sit here and be like, oh my god, what if we just didn't talk to our friends over social media or post loads? Then we might have loads to talk about in real life, and maybe we can actually even open up more and blah 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 blah. Anyone over the age of like 30 is listening to this like, yeah, hello, welcome, welcome to the real world, babe. Like our parents who all met without social media, had all their friends without social media, they're like, yeah, hello, welcome to the way you're actually supposed to live life, (laughs) which is why I'm saying in no way is this profound, but I've just not heard, and again, there's better things coming, this is just people's opinions and my rather borderline basic opinion gonna get into some more juicy stuff now well not juicy but just more food for thought i guess but yeah i just think it's so funny like i was talking to my friend alex and i was like here we are probably some of you teaching your grandparents how to communicate through social media how to post a story how to answer a facetime and god fucking forbid but probably we're going to be teaching our kids how to have conversations in real life how to know what body language means how to know what eye contact means how to react in certain social situations which is something that we're all already doing so many of you said like oh yeah i literally don't know how to hold a conversation anymore as soon as a, as soon as there's a moment of silence i pick up my phone i feel like i can't read people's body languages anymore because i'm just so used to talking to people on facetime or on snapchat or just watching tiktok and i just think that is crazy. God forbid we ever get to the stage where we're like. Well, we are teaching ourselves how to have normal human interaction and conversation again. Is that not just a bit scary? Someone said to that statement, I definitely agree, but I definitely have more to say in person than I do online. And I don't know if I did say this, say this at the beginning. i wrote like I said, I don't know if I have said this. I I think it's because I completely changed my mind and I don't think it's just a me problem (laughs) but like I said some people probably won't get this because they use social media in a normal human person way (laughs) but this is why I wanted to open up the conversation because I actually don't I do actually think this probably affects after my more research and talk with people I decided no this actually affects most of us and if it doesn't then I've decided you're probably the anomaly and like I said I've decided who am I but That is what I've decided in my own brain, in my own opinion. (laughs) I think if you, if this doesn't affect you, then well done, because I think you're probably the anomaly now. Like I said in the beginning, and something a lot of you mentioned when talking about um, our communication and connection with other people because of social media and our phones, a lot of you were just talking about being on your phone in a social setting, which honestly, is just as true me and my boyfriend went to copenhagen there was like wine hour every night free wine hour and i was like we are not even allowed to check our phones if we want to know where we're going for dinner we'll do it after this maps we'll do it after this we want to look at photos from the day we'll do it after this because i think we also we say oh our phone social media social media but also just sitting with someone scrolling on asos checking your photos that you want to post from the day maps in where dinner is any honestly just anything i feel like we find absolutely anything and everything to do on our phones i was like we're not allowed to go on our phones honestly me and my boyfriend had some of the best conversations we've ever had in our like year over a year of relationship in them wine hours where we just weren't i decided we weren't allowed to look at our phones and i also think it's really sad because it's almost worse being the third wheel to social media when you're actually with that person it's one thing to feel like the third wheel and think Oh God, like, I wish you I wish you were as excited to pick up your phone and call me as you were to pick up your phone and post it on your Instagram story that something good happened or you have a new change or if you're feeling bad, like, you know when you find out through a friend that your other friend has gone on a date and you think, oh, why didn't they? I wish they told me that. Oh no, no, she didn't tell me that. And you almost feel a bit embarrassed. I get that same feeling when my friend posts something big on her story that I might not know about and sometimes it's really simple and I think it's because I do have this funny which is why this therapy session happened I do have this great want and need for like close human connection I love it it's like the thing I aim for in all my relationships I want to have I don't mind about a lot but I want to have just like a few such close connections with people so yeah sometimes when my friends might post something which probably seems really minuscule to them and I've definitely done it back to them when they post it I kind of get that same feeling of like they've told a friend and they haven't told you because they've told like everybody um anyway in a way I think it's almost more sad to be sitting there and be the third wheel and I know we've all done it and I've done it to everyone and it's almost normal now to be like oh yeah a best friend is someone who you can sit on your phones with together and I don't want to do this too much because I do think that's not that deep sometimes it's when it's the majority it's when it's you've gone out for dinner and everybody's on their phone or you're at breakfast the the night after a night out even and everybody's on their phone and sometimes it's fine and it's funny and you're looking at photos and you're looking at this and whatever but when is the last time you can hand on heart say you had an interaction with friends and family And nobody was on their phone. When's the last time you can say you sat there. And had a conversation for a whole evening with your friend. And didn't check your phone and reply to somebody else. Or check how many likes this got. Or shopped or something random on your phone. Even for five minutes. When? I couldn't actually tell you. Why an hour probably. And that was like four weeks ago. And was like I said a first. It is something I'm going to make a huge conscious effort to do now. Dating, a lot of people said. People are so different to how they are online. They're more awkward or they don't know what to talk about. Almost like you're third wheeling them and their internet persona. This one I thought was a little bit scary. This one I was like, this is so, 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 so interesting. And so many of you said it. And so many of us can relate. I'm gonna read this, I'm gonna tell you what one girl's said. So a lot of you said it, but one girl in particular said I should probably tell you what we're actually talking about first, replying to things in TikTok phrases or like trendy, funny, quirky phrases. One of you said, Your older brother had to point it out to you. Um so she'd be like, Oh not you breaking your laptop oh big sleigh, this or oh yeah like pop off sleigh, and he said to her get this someone needs to say this to me well they have said it to me indirectly you talk from a sound pad of phrases instead of actually listening and engaging in this conversation that i'm trying to have with you and i was like shit i think the majority of conversations I have are probably like this and again so many of you are going to be like Megan it's just not that deep being like oh pop off slay but like that if someone if someone could I lost my keys the other day so many people are like oh my god no like not you losing your keys and I'm like no can you actually help me like I don't know what I don't know what to do like it's funny if someone's like, oh my God, I just did this. And you're like, woo, congrats, like pop off queen. Whole different situation. But she was like, I literally had to check myself because he was right. I wasn't actually listening to him and engaging in him, in what he was saying. It was almost like you had that, like, who remembers that remote on iCarly where it'd be like audience laugh, audience clap. It was like, she was like running off these automated responses and wasn't actually engaging in what, He had to say, I would say one in three conversations I I have is maybe like this. Me just kind of like, I'm back and forth as well. Like one friend saying something, you reacting with an appropriate TikTok reference. Them saying something back, you reacting with another funny TikTok reference. Like, what are we doing? Grow up. So I listened to this TED talk that one of you told me to listen to. It's called Connected But Alone. And I want to read you some of the little quotes or like thoughts that she said that kind of sparked something in me. So bear in mind this TED talk right is from 2012. We're in 2023 and the problem has only got worse. There were people making books and TED talks about how we are losing connection with people. We are losing our communication with people in 2012. All we've done since 2012 is literally get better at it. Anyway, she was saying how actually, you know, obviously this whole conversation communicating online has its pros and cons completely and she was like you know it's great um we are learning things online about how to communicate with each other and just like learning new things online that we can then translate into the real world and she was kind of saying the issue was we didn't do that we never brought that into the real world it's kind of like i said with covid like We learnt how to communicate with each other on social media and get really good at it and stay in touch even when we couldn't see each other. But then we kind of kept elements of that even when we didn't have to and we didn't have to do that anymore. Something she said that I... Also, I'm not going to relay everything she spoke about because that is just silly. Like, I'm not here to give someone else's TED Talk. So definitely go and listen to it. It's 19 minutes. Well worth the watch. Super interesting. And that is where most of my, I guess you could say quarter life crisis came from that I spend too much time on my phone just different things she was saying that honestly were just really really true um but yeah I'm not gonna repeat every single part of it because there's no point but these are just things I thought was really interesting she said we use conversations with other people to learn to have conversations with ourselves obviously the point being that we are having less and less and less conversations in person with people we're having less deeper connections with people so no wonder we are almost in a generation where nobody really feels like themselves i'm sure you've all had a court life crisis where you're like i don't know who i am i don't know what my style is i don't like me and alex were saying it feels like nobody has their own opinions these days and nobody has their own like identity and of course if that comes from us having connections with other people and learning about other people so then we can like that first point, look inwards and use that information for other things, obviously we're not gonna get there. And obviously that's why so many of us feel like this because we are lacking in these just general deeper in-person conversations with people. And I'm not saying these conversations, you know, we don't have them. God, of course not. I have some great conversations with a lot of my friends. But it's just that that social media indirect conversation and just like lack of connection because of social media. So even if you're like, I don't have indirects, I'll call my friends up and I'll tell them I'm having a bad day. I'll be the, my friends are the first person I call before I put it on my social media. Maybe you don't even put it on social media. But even just the sheer amount of time we're spending on social media is then lacking in our connection with other people because oh god for so many reasons and like i said i'm not going to relay the whole entire ted talk and i don't think people listening to this are silly and i think you know that social media is hindering the connection that we're having with people can't even remember where this is going now oh so obviously that's hindering the connection that we're having with ourselves because we're not learning these things you know um this was a really interesting little statement as we expect more from technology we expect less from other people this again goes back to kind of what i was saying at the beginning it's like as the technology develops and we can reach a wider range of people you know you can post a TikTok crying about whatever it is you're crying about and then people from all across the globe are able to go oh i'm dealing with that too let me talk to you we are then expecting less from those around us because we have it somewhere else which again is great but that should be a stepping stone i think the point is i think we're supposed to be on these stepping stones like okay it's fine if we use technology to get past our fear of being a burden and let people approach us okay fine the next stepping stone is then to reach out to them We don't stay on that stepping stone now forever and do that every single time we want to speak to someone. As we expect more from technology, we are expecting less from other people. She was talking about how, this was in 2012, how they were trialling like robots in um, older people, like elderly homes to have connection and to tell stories to, and these robots would react with empathy and stuff. And it's like, we are literally creating technology so that we are less dependent on other people all these journaling apps meditation apps worry doll apps they're all great if we are scared to have that connection but they also completely then stop it because you don't even need to then take the next step because you could comfortably live on that stepping stone forever of using it to its advantage but then what then we just never have that connection with the people around us And I think I'm so like, oh my God, because, well, I relate to this so heavily. So you might be listening to this thinking, "Mm, yeah, hello, that is a big issue, but I don't really have that issue. But I know in some way, and I really do believe this, I know in some way you will relate to this. Maybe it's on a minuscule scale. Maybe it's times five of what I'm experiencing, but you cannot sit here and hand on heart say that social media, whether that is quite simply time spent on your phone when you're in the presence of other people or time spent on your phone in general or trying to connect with people indirectly on social media has not had an impact on you. Because then I think you'd be turning a little fib to yourself. (sighs) I feel like I had so much to talk about. And I have feel like I've now spoke about it. And because I've been thinking about it all day, it seems slightly less profound because it's no longer a new thought. But I don't know. I just really do think this is a weird issue. And my friend sent me a TikTok. The third place theory. I don't know how big this TikTok was because she'd saved the video and sent it to me, not like the link. So maybe you've seen this. I have not seen it. And she said, oh God, people used to, who knows bloody how long ago we're talking about now when we say things like people used to have three places. I'm gonna put my Pepsi Max down now because I'm almost finished. Sorry. Was that nice in your ear or was that gross? People used to have three places. Their home, their place of work, and like a third place, a local pub, um a gym a workout class you know the third place that they would spend most of their time in you'd have three places that you spend most of your time and she was like these days people have two the internet is our third place we might have a place of work and a home and then we come home and our third place all evening is the internet is TikTok, is instagram is YouTube, is even Netflix. Our third place is the internet. We are losing our third place connection. Even worse, some people have one place. I have one motherfucking place, my home, because I work from home. And I know so many of you are the same. And this is what she was saying. She was like, we've gone from a society where we'd have three places that we spend the most time, three sets of people that we would spend the most time with, and now, Technically, I don't even even have one set. I've got me and this flat. I don't even have a set of people in one of the places. I've got one place. I don't have a home, a place of work, and a third place that I spend my most time. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying I don't leave my flat. And I'm not saying your third place has to be only one place. You know, we've been going to comedy more. I've been going to the same place to do my workout classes. I've joined a new gym. Like, I'm leaving. But yeah that TikTok just really started to creep me out and I was like fuck this I'm throwing away my phone because I have realized fuck yeah the thing that is getting in the way of me being vulnerable and making deep connections with people and lifting my head and going outside is my phone and not even the amount of time that I'm spending on it which is something you know We see all over TikTok every day, oh, your screen time, how to reduce your screen time. You shouldn't be following these people on Instagram. No, how about the way that we ourselves are actually using social media and how it's hindering our connections with the people that we literally love most in this world? Anyway, creeped me out the third place theory. I was like, shit, I've got one motherfucking place. I need to... This is no way to live. <laughs> I need to get my life together. Anyway. I could definitely do a part two with a bit more structure. This is kind of the introduction to the idea. So if you do like it, let me know. And I can do an even creepier part two. I hope there hasn't, that you haven't all listened to this and gone, this bitch is crazy. She doesn't. Do you know what? I'm not even going to say that because I know. I know. I know. What? at least half of you are going to agree with this in some way or another me now being really scared that i'm just the crazy one who doesn't have deeper connections with people but everybody in my dms agreed so now i'm just frightened. anyway what am i going to do hilariously i think the answer is another phone <laughs> no obviously i this is my job right social media is my job i've also decided i'm going to be the new influencer that influences you to get off social media like i really do want to make more content around like just getting off your phone social media free saturdays phone free fridays like actually lifting our heads up and living and making sure that we aren't high i think the thing is hiding behind social media isn't it in one way or another anyway um So yeah, I've I've been wanting to get a work phone for a, a while. Don't worry, I'm not telling you all to go and buy a new phone, but just me personally, this is what I came away from thinking. Do you know what? I actually do think this would really benefit me in life. I've been toying with the idea for a work phone for a while now, um and after the third place theory and thinking of like really thinking about like wine hour with my boyfriend and stuff like that, I was like, do you know what? I do actually think I need a work phone my brother has a work phone well does he actually that might be a lie i'm pretty sure he does or he's supposed to but he uses his work phone as both like a lot of people in like i have a friend who does social media for a company she has a work phone right it's normal that some people have a work phone or a work laptop and a personal laptop that's you know a benefit in a lot of companies whereas i work for myself from my own home and don't even have a work, do you know what I mean? I'm trying to say there's no way I can possibly separate what I do. It's not even like my friend or my boyfriend will come home from work and then we spend the evening together. It is me, the same phone, the same iPad, the same laptop, the same flat, not even like I go to an office all day, every day. I need to have one way I can switch off. So I think I really want a work phone that has... My social media yeah all of my social media have a new get a new number that then becomes my work number so give that to my managers for like the group chat on there and whatnot and then i'll have one phone that is my current phone um that just has like spotify maps camera so when i'm going to my boyfriend's like i'm going to my boyfriend's on wednesday right and i kind of want to like take the time off i'm going to do some editing a little bit because I'm gonna be there while he's at work one day. So I'm gonna take my laptop and do some work. But like that, like I'm gonna go see my boyfriend. I would bring my personal phone. I don't even bring Instagram, TikTok. I don't have no way of like my manager's contact. Obviously I'd have to tell them, but you know what I mean? Like that, just having a phone where, for example, if I go out for dinner with my friends, I bring my personal phone. I leave social media and everything else at home and I just bring this phone that all I can do is listen to music on the way home and take some pictures I can't post them I can't do anything with them until I then get home and go on my other phone obviously very expensive um what's the word cure to a problem but I think my problem is obviously probably a bit greater than some other people's because well It is my job as well my job is to share my life and almost not hide behind social media but my job is to use social media in a way that's updating people every step of my life whereas if that's not your job you probably do less of the indirect communication um and there's other 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 ways in which it impacts you but yeah I, i i've decided i really think that would be maybe great for me if not Um, until then, so I'm not going to do that for another month or so because my contract is always up on my birthday, which is May. So I'm not going to do that until May. You know how you can set your own kind of do not disturb modes? You probably see the girlies do on TikTok where it's like self-care evening. I want you to set like a, I'm with my friends, do not disturb. Or like a personal do not disturb. So that when you're with people, you can't go your Instagram, you can't go on your TikTok you can't go on anything other than like photos and maybe texts and maybe the maybe the uber app or city mapper app so that even if you're with your friends and you want to take photos of course and you want to share it because memories you can't actually do that until you leave you can't actually maybe you do it so only your mum your dad and your partner or the person that you live with can text you while you're with them in case they need anything but let's fucking stop normalizing getting together with our friends and like sitting on our phones because it's weird like I said imagine we get to the point where we're teaching our kids how to have conversations with each other like actually deep that for a minute I know surface level it's like haha funny quirky that like I'd rather stay indoors and stay on TikTok and like I'd rather not talk to people. I'd rather text and have normal conversations. Like, haha, so funny, quirky. No, it's actually a bit fucking weird. We need to lift our heads up and get out of our phones and start making deeper connections with people because it's weird. And social media has so much to give making connections with people that you never would have. Like I said, the pure entertainment of it. I love scrolling on TikTok on like an hour in the evening. I think it's fun. I love watching people's videos on YouTube. I'd be nowhere. Like I wouldn't have a job. Like there's so many pros of social media. I'm not sat here saying I'm anti-social media, but in the moments of connection with the people that matters most, put that fucking thing away. Stop posting on your story before you tell your friends. Stop letting your friends be a third wheel to you and your phone because I know full well I do it and that's where this inspiration of the episode has come from and I'm not saying that you all do it to the same extent that I do but I know even my friends do it and it's harmless and you don't think about it but actually when you give it a minute to deep it it is a bit weird this is me realizing I should stop planning my podcast because as soon as I talk out of my head I talk way better but yeah So anyway, so set a personal do not disturb. Set an I'm with my friends, do not disturb. And just the next week, keep this in your mind. Make a conscious effort to think about this. If there's a weird moment of silence with your friends, do you go to pick up your phone to avoid it? Is your friend telling you a story and you're scrolling on Instagram and you think nothing of it because it's become this normal reality that you do? Do you sit down at dinner with your boyfriend, your mum, your dad, your friends, your flatmates? And sit on social media when is the last time hand on heart that you had a conversation with someone and you weren't like on your phone even for like a little five seconds um a meaningless like they're talking to you but you're looking at how much an uber is or this or that or whatever i don't know i just started getting really creeped out by it (laughs) and finally have this conversation with your friends send them this podcast say hey listen to this what do you think Find your third place. Find your second place. Lift your head up out of your phone and go get outside and get some fresh air and make conversations. No more funny, quirky comments about how you'd rather be inside. Like, we are turning ourselves more introverted. I'm not saying introverts don't exist because I do think I'm an introvert, but we are turning ourselves into introverts because we're getting so comfortable with just no connection and I just think in a few years, this is going to turn around and bite us in the arse. It all really did with lockdown, but then we became more reliant on that connection. And then we kind of came out with it and we should have really been celebrating this, like, I don't know, connection again. I just feel like we didn't. I still feel like we use social media maybe in the same way. Maybe I'm deep in this all and there's absolutely nothing more to this than, I don't know. I've just watched a lot of videos this morning and now I'm really creeped out. The third place has really creeped me out as well. Anyway, this isn't how we're supposed to live. We're supposed to have normal human communication, communication, normal human connections and conversations with people. And I just feel like we're not. I feel like we're third wheel in social media. I feel like we find out everything through social media. I feel like we know things about our friends because of social media. My friends definitely know things About me because of social media. And even when we finally get them in the room, we are still third wheeling them and their phones, which is sad. Anyway, tell your friends you love them, have this conversation with them, make a conscious effort, really, really keep this in your mind. And I think you'll be creeped out about, yeah, how much you gravitate towards your phone and how much human connection terrifies you. Anyway, I'm gonna go before you all think I'm a crazy witch. I will, oh no, journal prompt for next week. We are doing an episode on doing things that make you feel uncomfortable. So I wanna know what is something that makes you feel uncomfortable, whether that is, it could be a person, it could be a feeling, it could be a situation, it could be an interaction, it could be an activity, something, what is it? When you think uncomfortable, what situation are you in where you feel uncomfortable? Hopefully that makes sense. I'll see you next week for an episode on getting out of our comfort zones. The important of doing thing the importance of doing things that make you uncomfortable. Anyway, I'll see you next week. Mwah. Goodbye. I hope I haven't creeped you out too much. <laughs>